This podcast is for people who are ready to heal body, mind, and spirit, and are willing to take full responsibility for what that involves. I am not a doctor. I am not a therapist. This podcast contains adult language and themes that are not suitable for young children or those who are easily offended or triggered. The views discussed in this podcast are my own, based on personal experience and of those I have known and worked with for my entire adult life. This show is not meant to take the place of sound medical or mental health advice. You, and only you, are responsible for the choices you make based on the information you hear on this show. Welcome to the Alchemy of Natural Healing. I'm your host, Laurel Dewey. True healing is an alchemical process, meaning it must transform you on all levels, body, mind, and spirit. What affects one affects all three. True healing is one of the hardest journeys you'll ever travel, but it's one of the most rewarding and fulfilling when you get to meet yourself for the first time. If you're ready to take that journey, let's get started. Welcome to the first episode of The Alchemy of Natural Healing. I started developing this podcast in September of 2022 as a way to explore how the previous six years of my life had altered me completely as a human being. I didn't realize at that time that I still had another incredibly tough year to go before I was able to fully take a step back and understand what it all meant. In April of 2016, my life crashed. After decades of powering forward at a million miles an hour, never looking back, never being in the moment, only focused on a future I thought I could control, while I dutifully took care of other people and put myself last or not at all, everything finally caught up with me. And by October of 2016, my physical body was completely trashed. My mental and emotional state was shot to hell, and I had a pretty tenuous grasp on my spiritual side. So with my life in complete turmoil, I consciously set off to fix it, something I was very good at doing for other people, and I naively thought it would take a week or so of downtime and then I'd be back in the game of life. But it quickly became clear to me that what was wrong with me was going to take a lot longer than a week or two. I had no clue what I was stepping into when I made that conscious decision to do the work, as they say. The books on personal transformation didn't resonate with me. Most of them were written by people who didn't necessarily go through a radical reshaping of their entire being, so they had this remote understanding of what it feels like. They were writing about transformation from either a completely ungrounded New Age point of view or from a purely, you know, think your way to better health mentality. And I got very tired of the pseudo-shamanic books that seemed to be written by undisciplined narcissists. So I set forth blindly with no template to follow or guide me in how to overcome the myriad of issues I was dealing with at that time, not to mention the many problems I had that I wasn't even aware of and that were subconsciously driving all of my physical, mental, and emotional issues. The seven years that followed became the most profound, most painful, and most illuminating years of my life and radically shifted every part of my being. Without realizing it, I was stripping away all the dross that I'd absorbed for my entire life as I unpeeled layer upon layer of an onion that exposed every single fear I ever had and had never confronted or deeply felt. 
During the next seven years, I completely reconstructed the self I had created for decades, and I rediscovered the person I was meant to be before all the trauma and the chaos shaped a false persona that I had inhabited and projected onto my world. And I had to do all of this without an understanding or context of what this experience meant. I had to dive into a dark pool of trust, something I had never done in my life, and do it when my physical body was completely shot to hell. It's hard enough to trust, but doing it when you can barely get out of bed is an entirely different ballgame. For those of you who don't know me, I'll give you a brief bio. I was born in Los Angeles and grew up in an unconventional family that was totally conventional to me. My parents and adopted grandmother strongly believed in natural medicine and energy medicine of all types. I didn't even have an antibiotic or aspirin until I was in my late 20s. I learned from a very young age about herbal medicine, color therapy, homeopathy, and much more. My mother earned a naturopathic medical and nutritional degree and personally knew and worked with many of the pioneers that started the health and wellness movement. My grandmother was an incredible influence on my life. She was a well-known British psychoanalyst who used homeopathy in her practice and was a huge proponent of how the mental body impacts the physical body. When she lived in England, she was a personal friend of Carl Jung, so I grew up with a, a great appreciation for Jung and his philosophies. From a very young age, she taught me about emotional and mental patterns of behavior in people and how those patterns over time create physical imbalances. I was shown, very young age, how the body absorbs shock and abuse and how one's body develops over time to carry that energy. Thanks to that knowledge, I've had a lifetime of testing all those mind-body theories because I didn't just want to repeat or suggest something unless I could validate it consistently with people I've met. So I've had a front row seat to natural medicine my entire life, and I've witnessed firsthand how people used it and responded to it. While my mother wanted me to be a naturopathic doctor, my goal since age six was to be a writer, and I achieved that, selling my first story when I was still in college. I spent my 20s working in Hollywood. Oh, don't hold it against me. I worked in public relations, I wrote for entertainment magazines, I helped promote singers and actors, while at the same time continuing my true passion of natural healing. After nearly 10 years of working in the entertainment business, I became disillusioned by it and started a new life in Colorado. That's when I took my love of natural medicine and developed what turned out to become a national magazine and newspaper column called The Humorous Herbalist, which ran for 11 years. During that time, I earned a degree in herbal medicine. I wrote two books on plant medicine, about a dozen booklets on herbs, and spent the 90s traveling around the U.S. and Canada teaching hands-on herbal workshops. That spawned a consultation business where I designed customized nutritional and lifestyle protocols for clients. I then switched horses in the early 2000s and wrote a metaphysical thriller series known as the Jane Perry Mystery Books. 
along with a standalone novel called Betty's Little Basement Garden, which is a fictional story of an older woman who grows cannabis and makes the most divine healing chocolates from it. So that's who I am and what I've accomplished up to this point. And while it might sound to some of you as very exciting or fascinating or whatever descriptive word you want to give it, there was a lot more going on that was not joyful, not fun, and certainly not peaceful. And that informed who I became as an adult as much as my unique upbringing did. Uh, The biggest lesson I learned about the nature of how people deal with life as well as physical and mental issues is that even many of the people I grew up around who practiced natural medicine and who were very well acquainted with the mind-body connection were completely terrified of facing themselves. They had a lot of knowledge and they held nothing back when they diagnosed you and scared the shit out of you with what they saw. But when it came to themselves and their own issues, most of them could not go there. The biggest lesson I got from observing hundreds of my mother and grandmother's patients was that they expected a natural treatment, an herb, a supplement, a homeopathic regimen, a unique therapy to fix them so they could get back to their life. They didn't seem to understand that the life they wanted to get back to was creating and reigniting all the problems that had led them to my mother and grandmother. So the ultimate lesson I took away was that people from all walks of life and with knowledge and education will do whatever it takes to not look at themselves as their number one problem, to not take the time to dig deeply, to not stop and look at the choices they've made and realize that each decision led them to where they were at that moment, to not humble themselves and recognize that there was a lot of things they did not know and that with a lot of courage they could uncover the root causes of whatever was wrong with them and through that understanding find the deep and lasting wellness they always said they wanted. And the biggest shock of my life was when I realized that I fit into that same category. I was just like them. I had the knowledge. I had decades of experience with natural medicine and hundreds of alternative therapies. And I still ended up crashing and burning in 2016. As Carl Jung wrote, people will do anything, no matter how absurd, to avoid facing their own souls. In 2016, I had no choice but to begin to face my own soul. And as each year progressed, I began to understand that what was happening to me, what I was purposely and consciously putting myself through, was transforming me on all levels, body, mind, and spirit. The old me was dying, and a truer version of who I was and was meant to be was being born. And while death is tough as hell, birth is much more painful, believe me, because the you that has been buried and suppressed for perhaps your entire life wants to see the light of day, but the fears and traumas that keep that essence buried are so powerful that the true you has to fight like the third monkey on Noah's Ark to emerge and be seen and then inhabited in your body for the first time in your life. And that process 
of deep, meaningful transformation is nothing short of alchemical. Okay, what does that mean? Well, alchemy is defined as the transmutation of matter. Uh, Traditionally, alchemy is turning a base metal such as lead into gold. When alchemy is used to reference healing, it's about changing from sickness to health, from near death to youthful longevity. On the spiritual side, it's about transmuting from a physical being back into the realm of the soul when you leave your earthly body. Alchemy encompasses all the necessary elements for healing and holds that vital energy that is needed to truly transform an individual body, mind, and spirit, because what affects one affects all three. For me, the alchemy of natural healing is the transmutation of one's thoughts, actions, experiences, beliefs, and reality as it relates to one's entire being involving the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects of that reality. The alchemy of natural healing involves the transformation of everything you ever thought you were and transmuting yourself into an entirely new being that is often unrecognizable from your former self. True healing has to alter the individual so that the old self and old ways no longer operate within the person. Why? Because it was the old self and the old ways that contributed to your poor physical and mental health, as well as the horrible life choices you made. There's a quote I ran across years ago that sums up this process perfectly. I don't know who wrote it. But I know it was written by someone who went through a deep and life-changing transformation. The quote is, You don't know this new me. I put back my pieces differently. When you go through this process yourself, that quote's going to resonate quite deeply within you. You know, the first mistake we all make when we are ill is giving up our power to someone else or something else that we believe can fix or heal us. I'm not saying there aren't great healers out there, that are, but they're, they're conduits for helping you to clear the energetic space you require in and outside of you so you can build the soil and you can plant the seeds of your own renewal. You, you, you and only you, you hold the answers within yourself that can bring you the health and well-being that you crave. In order to access that power, however, you have to agree to do the things you fear the most. You have to dig deeper than you've ever agreed to dig before. You have to, on one hand, unearth your innate power, and on the other hand, you have to bury a lot of your ego and be profoundly humbled by the experience and what it stirs inside you. And that's why this type of transformational healing is the hardest thing you will ever do in your life. It takes every ounce of courage you have and every bit you never knew you had to discover that treasure of true healing. There's a Joseph Campbell quote, and I love it. The cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. That 
is a beautiful quote to describe this process. This show is about teaching you the tools that are required to take back your power and to finally heal on all levels, body, mind, and spirit. There is no one answer or one way to heal. You will require many experiences, many modalities, and they will build upon each other. You know, you're going to learn something from this one and something from that one, and you'll move forward with new awareness and increasing understanding of who you are and what you are and what you were really made of and who you were meant to be. My story won't be your story, but the similarities in our story will all come down to where have you given your power away and how do you get it back? And what you might think right now is personal power or empowerment is not what it actually is. It's not about insufferable righteousness or unchained aggression or an unyielding need to force your will onto others. It's about knowing yourself, really, truly knowing yourself, humbling yourself, recognizing your own shit, seeing where you are getting in your own way, being able to laugh at yourself, maybe for the first time ever, understanding your talents and your drawbacks, and how to recognize where those drawbacks have held you hostage to a belief system that is not allowing you to completely heal. My goal with this show is to shine the light on the questions you've never asked yourself or even knew you had a right to ask. Because only through peeling back that proverbial onion and revealing what has been hidden or not allowed to be born under all those layers will you be able to face yourself head on and gain the clarity that you need to resolve whatever is not allowing you to heal? You know, part of my job is to tell you, I get it. I've been there. Keep going. It's worth it. Believe me, it's worth it. This process will rock your world. And if it doesn't rock your world, you're not doing it right. You're going to need to die many times to all the aspects, traits, beliefs that you have resisted for your entire life. And part of that death is surrendering. Surrender to God, surrender to the process, but you got to surrender. And take my word for it when I say I truly know how hard that is to do. But when you achieve it for the first time, you will be changed forever. And when you do it again and again and again, you will do it each time with the understanding of what it requires, and you can be scared shitless each time, but you still do it. And you'll continue this until it no longer requires surrender, and it just becomes the way you now approach your life. It's not about changing yourself or becoming a new person. Throw all that out the window. Alchemical transformation is becoming who you were always meant to be, but were never allowed to become. There's a very good chance you don't even know who in the hell you are. You've been living the false life with the false front forever. You've been operating from a false belief system your entire life. Some of you have been living someone else's dream, or you've been waking up in someone else's nightmare. 
Now, I want to be clear. This is not a show about living in the wrong body. Do not turn my message into that. This show involves all people from all walks of life and experience. This is about the housewife in Joplin, Missouri, who was told by others from the time she was born who she was and what to do and is moving through life disengaged on antidepressants and wondering why she can never be happy. This is about the blue-collar guy who works a 50 to 60-hour week and who has worked since he was 13 because that's the only way he could buy a pair of shoes and who's reached a point where all he wants to do is die. This is about the successful CEO who just found out he has stage 4 cancer and realizes he's never really lived. This is for the 50-year-old doctor who wakes up one day and says, I never wanted to be a doctor, but he has no clue what to do. This is about the 52-year-old woman who has taken care of everyone else since she was a child and just found out she has breast cancer and is prepared to give away all of her power to whoever shows up next. So there are plenty of life scenarios that lead a person toward their decision to choose the path of mind, body, mind, spirit transformation. The most common one is you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. You are willing and ready to do whatever it takes to change. Another trigger that loads the gun is a massive tragedy in your life that hits you so hard that you have no choice but to stop everything and reassess your life. It can be the sudden death of someone you deeply love. It can be a betrayal by a partner or family member. It can be a divorce after years or decades of marriage. It can erupt from learning about a buried secret in your family that shakes you to the core. It's often a catastrophic accident or injury that forces you to remove yourself from the life you've been living. But it can also be the culmination of a lifetime of traumas that were never addressed or healed and well up in one sea change of a moment or life event, such as a nervous breakdown. The commonality in all these is that whatever the event is, it knocks you to your knees and you have no choice whatsoever but to focus on the fallout of that event. And sometimes the decision is made for you because you've ignored other people's warnings for too long and you've allowed yourself to become completely unbalanced in all parts of your life. That, that was what happened to me. It wasn't one event that triggered it or one injury or one traumatic experience. For me, it was the perfect storm of a lifetime of unresolved, undigested pain and grief that I had always downplayed, but had no comprehension of the damage it had done to my body and mind. And even after I had my shockwave moment and clearly saw how my life wasn't working, I still tried to hang on. I was a very tough case. I wasn't about to let go that easily. I kept my resistance up for nine long months, and I put myself through pure hell. My body fell apart, and it kept falling apart, and then freezing up until 
just getting out of bed every morning was a constant struggle, and when I did, I could barely move and was forced to sit in a rocking chair for hours, staring out a three-by-four window with nothing but my chaotic thoughts to keep me company. And when I wasn't seated in that rocking chair, I dealt with intense spasms and tremors in my body, and they would last for up to an hour and just absolutely terrify me. I finally reached a point where I couldn't do it anymore, and the only way out of it was to surrender to the process and whatever that meant. And at that point, I had no clue what that meant. Surrendering was the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life, but I got really good at it over the next six years. And I made a lot of mistakes, and I will highlight those mistakes in future shows. Not that it's going to prevent you from making the same mistakes, but more as a way of shining the light on what derails your progress. The journey is going to require many things from you because transformation of your health involves breaking the lifelong patterns of mental and emotional resistance that have held you hostage for so long. They know they need to be broken apart and then rebuilt. And that means you will have to experience a death of the old that no longer serves you. And that means that you're going to have to agree to be uncomfortable because any change that is meaningful has embedded in it the uncomfortable factor. But as you and I navigate this road together, I can tell you from my own experience that you will eventually become so used to feeling uncomfortable that it will become easier to overcome your fears and your resistance. I want to stress from the deepest part of my being that this is not a show for everyone. This is not a show about converting you into embarking on an alchemical transformation and healing. That would be ludicrous. You either want to do it or you don't. If you don't, absolutely fine. I don't have a bandwagon. I'm not trying to fill it. If you're looking for a show on natural healing that's all about love and light, namaste, and giving you props just for showing up, you've come to the wrong place. If you're looking for cotton candy answers to solve your meaty questions, this is not the show for that. If the easy peasy track is the road you like to travel, don't book a ticket on this train. This is not a show for anyone who is still in victim mode. You'll hate me because I will call you out. You will be offended repeatedly. You will call me mean. You will call me a bitch. You will say it's unfair to say that in order to heal, you have to look at your shit and how that shit is negatively affecting your health and well-being. You will call me judgmental when all I'm doing is shining a light on something you don't want to see. So if you're a victim, turn this show off now. If you stumbled upon this show and are so enraged, so triggered by what I've said that all you want to do is cancel me, move along, find another target. This is certainly not a show for narcissists. Can you imagine a narcissist listening to a show about personal accountability and consequences for their actions? Never going to happen. Every narcissist I've ever known sees accountability as a personal attack. So if someone has ever accused you of being a narcissist, because you'll never admit it since self-awareness is not your thing, this is not your show. 
if you are exceptionally dogmatic and extremely close-minded and opinionated or terrified of any concept that doesn't fit your narrow perception of acceptability, you too are going to hate this show. You're the one who's going to write me that email telling me I'm either going to hell or, you know, you're not a doctor, right? If you are someone who, when you occasionally hear foul language, becomes completely unglued, this show is not for you and you've probably already left. This is not an airy-fairy show about personal transformation. This is a boots-on-the-ground, unflinching, unapologetic show about what it takes to grab the bull by the horns, improve your health and well-being, and find the true essence of who you really are, and with that knowledge, be able to live your life in a fuller and more flowing way that is right for you. I'm not going to use a lot of catchphrases that you normally hear, mainly because they are repurposed words that have been hijacked from the New Age community. You know, you're not going to hear me utter the words authentic self. Authentic is used to describe the legitimacy of art, antiques, or stamp collections, not people. I'll call someone genuine or real, but I'll never call them authentic. I may be brusque and abrupt in how I deliver my message, but that doesn't mean I don't have deep compassion for anyone who is suffering and truly searching for help. For my entire life, I hated to watch anyone suffer needlessly. My goal is to make this show a navigational beacon that can help you along the way, give perspective on what you need to see, and help you realize that you're not crazy and you are not the first person to go through this. I want to create a show that doesn't just have information, but a perspective from someone who has gone through that tunnel of hell and come out the other side. A show that I wish I could have listened to when I was down a very dark hole, and that could have potentially saved me a lot of misery and a lot of money and a lot of bumbling around that unnecessarily derailed the process. I want to be one voice of many you seek out on your healing journey. If I talk about an herb or method of healing, I want you to research it. Don't just take my word for it. I can't make your journey easy, but it's not meant to be easy. If it was easy, everyone would choose this path. And it takes years to complete, but... That doesn't mean you have to spend those years in deep holes of darkness. There will be periods of darkness, but the trick is to not sink so far into that pit that you can't figure out how to get out of it. There is plenty of light to experience in this process. There is beauty. There is magic. There will be moments that will take your breath away. And these experiences will continue until you leave this world. The solution begins, I always say, with one item that can be purchased anywhere. You probably already own one. And that item is a mirror. Buy a full-length mirror for the whole picture. How do you use it? You look into it. And there you will find your greatest problem. Look closer and you will also find that you are your solution because your problems come from within you, 
not outside of you. You are the sole generator of your obstacles, your resistance, your denial, your unwillingness. If you're looking for the monster that keeps you awake at night, look in that mirror. Because as that saying goes, I found my monster and the monster was me. This, you know, this show is going to cover a lot of subjects and themes. I've got a show on how illness is built from the ground up. There's a show on how one's nature shapes one's trauma. I'm also working on a three-part series of, on uh, psychedelics and cannabis. And I think it's going to surprise and frustrate people equally. I'll do shows where I discuss herbs and supplements, of course, and go into the basics of toxins and how they impact the ability to heal. Eventually, I want to do some shows where I read emails or comments and answer questions. You know, everyone who ventures down this less traveled road will have vastly different experiences. But in the end, we all meet at the same destination. And that destination is not about money or ambition or recognition. It's experiencing peace in the middle of chaos. It's being rational and mindful when everyone around you is falling apart. It's knowing that you've consciously agreed to go to the darkest places within you and that you've experienced the death of all that no longer serves you and then emerging from that darkness and recognizing that so much of what you feared and were afraid to surrender to was an illusion or a creation you crafted in order to simply survive. And that the demons that terrified you were there to teach you your greatest lessons. Because without those demons, how would you have something to overcome in order to become the true person your soul wants you to be? That elusive, magical elixir that you've always been searching for is found within you. I truly look forward to helping you discover whatever that is. That's all for this week. Thank you so much for listening today. If you like what you hear, hit the like and subscribe button. Check out the notes for this episode where you can find me on Instagram and X at Laurel Dewey or The Alchemy of Natural Healing. I love reading your questions and comments. Tune in next week when I talk about how we all build an illness. Until then, remember that awareness is a demanding mistress. Once she wakes you up, she won't let you go back to sleep. <laughs>